You're listening to the Serena Hess Podcast, Episode 5. Today, I get to interview and share with you my friend Joy. Joy is a photographer and a muralist, and she's just really good at loving the people around her. Before we jump into the show, though, I want to ask a quick favor. If you've benefited at all from listening to this podcast, could you just leave us a review on iTunes? It actually helps other people find the show, and the more the merrier, right? In this video, we learned the transition that Joy felt from the expectant pressures of being the firstborn from an immigrant family as she was pursuing medicine and studying and what that felt like to want to pursue an artistic career. We also learned how a hashtag changed Joy's entire life and how when you start loving people, that actually eliminates the competition. I can't wait to share with you my wonderful friend, Joy. So thank you for coming on to my show, Joy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Um, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, like your backstory and some of the things that you love? Okay. So I am currently a photographer. I do uh, more lifestyle and portrait shoots. I like working with a lot of different uh, creatives, particularly yeah. um, other kinds of just creators, whether they're designers, artists, musicians. Um, I like working um, more with hmm. photography. Is something that I wanted to use as like a tool. Yeah. So just to kind of highlight individuals and not so much be like you look nice or you look pretty, but showcase mm-hmm. kind of like this is who you are. This is what yeah. you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your pursuit, your passion. Just highlighting people's passion, I guess, is how I can best summarize it. Um, but I never, I didn't always do this. I just started recently. I was a pre-med student and, um, I was a biology major. Mm-hmm. Um, I currently work at Bakersfield Neuroscience. It's fine. So I am a medical assistant and transcriptionist. That's what I do as my kind of like steady flow job. Mm-hmm. Um, photography is something that I only recently started to pursue as my own personal like business and mm-hmm. passion. Um, I, I started doing photography uh, eight years ago in high school. Um, that's when I bought my first camera. Mm-hmm. I would like save my lunch money because <laughs> we had a bank on campus. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I had like Christmas money or like birthday money I, or even like lunch money, I would just like go just try to save whatever I could until I bought my first camera because I was taking my first like real trip yeah. abroad um, as like an adult whatever. (laughs) And so I wanted to like, you know, document the trip. And so travel was something that always inspired photography, but, Mm -hmm. um, I never really thought to pursue it as my own like personal pursuit where I can, you know, do it as a business or something that could sustain me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, making that transition is, is kind of where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So God, gave me a lot of good stuff right there. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. So what made you want to highlight creatives? How did you get into that? That's a great question. Um, I think because I would see a lot of photographers. Mm-hmm. And I would see, like, on Instagram, you just see a lot of pictures of, like, pretty people in pretty yeah. places. And you see models and all these things. And I think at one point it made me... Um, I think everyone went through that phase where social media made them feel really self-conscious. Yeah. And because you find yourself comparing yourself to just anyone who you have no reason Perfect to compare. stranger. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I didn't like that. And, yeah. um, and that kind of 
that's I never wanted to be a photographer like that's not something I ever thought to do Mm -hmm. um and I think because I had that stigma of like why would I want to do that you know why would like what purpose is there in doing that I couldn't Mm -hmm. really pinpoint like a cause or a reason that would like that drove me personally yeah and um I think I really had to kind of like wrestle with that because I would see a lot of people who are pursuing photography but I didn't understand like what was their goal behind it yeah um, you know, it's fun to take photos, mm-hmm. but I wanted to find like a, a something that was meaningful behind it. And I think that's when I started seeing um, photography as a tool to just like highlight and showcase and like show people off for who they are mm-hmm. and finding a way to like apply your personal aesthetic or your style to that. Yeah. Um, I think that's when I was realizing that, wait, there's a lot of, a lot of people around me who are, have a lot to offer, but like, like the whole world needs to see this. Yeah. And so I think that's when it started kind of like piggybacking on like working with other people who had passions and mm-hmm. wanted to share something with the world but like you know having photography like that's the old like a, a tool in a in a digital age where you're just scrolling through photos yeah. you know um just being able to kind of like feed something positive to yeah because they're already there right yeah so giving them something good to hold on to mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's kind of the goal <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's really cool to to want to show off other people in a positive mm-hmm. perspective because social media can be very, uh, you can just compare yourself very deeply yeah. and it's, it can hurt you as a person, like how you feel about yourself. And mm-hmm. like, I know I've been there, you know, I think Same. I would have phases where I would just like delete it cause I like couldn't handle it. Yeah. Or I would have to like block all these different accounts mm-hmm. or like really filter my feed, like on my explore page yeah. so that when I'm scrolling, I just don't see like people just looking like they're living perfect lives yeah so and I think it's okay like for your own sanity to like unfollow or not not pay attention to people that make you feel badly about yourself not because what they say but because mm-hmm. how it like makes you feel like I've done that there's yeah. this one girl and every time I saw her stuff I just felt so badly mm-hmm. about myself and like for my own sanity I was mm-hmm. like okay like I have to Go ahead and unfollow you. No offense to her, but you know what I mean? So, And it could be also just be, like, a season where you're trying to kind of, like, sort out how you feel about these Mm -hmm. certain things, you know? Like, um, I feel like I was at a point where, like, I literally had to kind of... Yeah, I I had to do that. And it was maybe even a little extreme, but, like, now it doesn't bother me as much because, Mm -hmm. like, I've figured out a little bit more of, like, how to use this platform purposefully. Mm -hmm. And so those things don't, like, you know, it doesn't really bother you as much. But Mm -hmm. there's still definitely a, a line that's drawn. Yeah. 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 So you just mentioned earlier about saving your lunch money yeah. <laughs> and being in high school and like, oh, I guess I'll buy a camera. So can you take me through like that process? What <laughs> how that happened? Yeah, yeah. What you were thinking and like what I that felt honestly, like. <laughs> I remember. I don't know what made me want to buy a camera. But you know what? In junior high I had this like little I don't even know. This little <laughs> silly point and shoot cannon that I would just like have fun with and it was something that I really liked to take pictures of like my friends and family members and it's something that I also would take with me in trips mm-hmm. overseas when I would go back home and like visit my family and I would stay for an extended period of time like those were like little treasures I had like yeah. little memories and so then when I found myself on the brink of like a new um like opportunity to go travel and see yeah. things I'd never seen before I think that's what made me really like okay here's my deadline like I'm leaving at this date like this summer <laughs> so I'm gonna save up whatever I got this year and mm-hmm. then um I bought I bought my um, first camera, yeah, I think it was sophomore year, Um, 
yeah, because at the end of that year, that summer, my family and I were going to visit relatives abroad, and so mm-hmm. I was like, yes, this is going to be my chance. So yeah. I think that's what happened, yeah. I would just <laughs> literally, like, have lunch money, and I would just deposit it during lunchtime. <laughs> so did you get lunch? I don't remember. I think I would, like, <laughs> save, like, I think I would buy, like, this, like, burrito like for, like, a donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't good, but I mean... Got my camera. Got camera. <laughs> Parents did help me though, but it was just kind of something I really wanted. Yeah. And um, I don't know. And there's a happen. will, there's a way. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really so remember funny. very much. <laughs> like, it just happened. Yeah. I used to work at that bank too. I think because I was constantly there. Mm-hmm. It was like I was more inclined to, mm-hmm. I suppose. But yeah, yeah, to save up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all that went down. <laughs> okay, so we have our second question. So, um, we've kind of talked about this briefly with different things, but I know for different people, family has expectations for them and for their career. Yeah. So what is that like for you in your life? How has that been? Has family played a role? Yes. Um, my parents have always been very supportive and they've been very open. Mm -hmm. However, coming from like an immigrant background Mm -hmm. and being the eldest um, there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of unsaid pressure, um, to just deliver. And especially, um, knowing that like your parents, for me, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Like if you come from a, a, like if you're like a second generation or whatever, your parents came from somewhere else and like, it was, it's a struggle, you know, relocating to a new country and, you know, establishing a life for like having to have a better life for your children. Yeah. Like you're expected to grow and flourish, which is which is natural. Yeah. Um, however, there's also kind of more of like a narrow um, role of things that you can fulfill to meet that criteria. And you mm-hmm. often feel trapped in like these, like very few selections that you can take, like that yeah. you can choose as potential careers. Because if you went through a very unstable journey to get where you are, I think the goal that was like having something that's very um, secure in mm-hmm. their minds and very consistent, which anything in the arts does not fall into in their minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was full on, like, in my pursuit for medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew I wanted a platform. I always wanted, I always knew that I wanted to help people, and I love working with people, and so that's kind of where, and I like to challenge, so I think that's why I was, I chose medicine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I did the whole shebang, the, mm-hmm. the research opportunities, the jobs, the internships, the competitions, the you name it. Um, but I felt like at one point I came to a realization where I, I always had kind of like my pers- my other things that always like yeah. like photography and like muraling and art and all these things were always kind of things I did consistently. However. Um, that was not my priority Mm -hmm. and um I would look forward to like my events every like once or twice a year but that was about it Mm -hmm. and for years I put down for photography because I just didn't have time you know yeah I was just too consumed but then I I had to ask myself like why am I doing this you Mm -hmm. know and it took me like months I couldn't answer that question I would sit with my mentors and I would ask the doctors that I work with I was like why did you why did you do this why would you do this and um None of them said that it was because they wanted to help people. Not to say that yeah. that's not, but there was. It's mostly kind of like a, uh, like approving yourself. That I felt like that was a common thing, and then I realized I fell into that same category. I was trying to prove something to myself mm-hmm. and to people who worked very hard to get me where I was. Mm-hmm. 
And I felt like that wasn't enough. Like, it just didn't sit well with me. And I would see them later, like, the people that I looked up to as uh, mentors and people of that I wanted to become like. And I would see where they were, and I would say, you know, like, that's amazing, but, like, why is it that they're not fulfilled? Like, you know, there's something missing. And I felt like it wasn't really their calling, you know? It's something Mm -hmm. that they did to put food on the table or to, you know, kind of create their own future, Mm -hmm. which is great to an extent, but if you miss the ultimate question, then it still kind of leaves you Mm empty-handed. And I just never wanted that. I I I was like, that that can't be me. Like, that cannot be me. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I started to really, really dig in and ask myself some really hard questions and kind of go out on a limb (laughs) and just see kind of what that, what went and how that turned out. And, um, yeah. So the pressure is there. Um, family is very important to me. And I think that the reason this make it, like, I, I felt, I feel even more inclined to do what I'm doing is because if the ultimate goal was for them to, Uh, give me a better life like this is my way of like saying you know what like let's break these chains let's break these chains of conforming and Mm -hmm. living a life that is not um fulfilling and that isn't going to bring me joy and the satisfaction of knowing that I actually am making a difference and I'm doing in a way where like I can keep running this race forever and I'm not going to get tired Mm -hmm. so um I think my parents, they definitely, they see the merit in that, even though they still struggle. Yeah. As I know, many (laughs) kind of struggle. I feel like that may have low-key been, like, any Middle Eastern parent's worst nightmare. (laughs) 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 So, um, I just told them, you know, like, if this is what I'm, if if being a doctor is what I'm meant to be, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the best one ever. But if there's something that's meant for me that is... I have two options, to be a good whatever it is you want me to be or a great whatever I was actually meant to be, and I I choose that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like. I can't really tell you right now, but Mm -hmm. and I know it's scary and it's risky, but, I mean, that's the life I'm called to live if I really want to make a difference and if I want to to really bring that dream to life. It is a little bit of a scary... It's a leap of faith, so Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of where I'm at right now and um I think they understand and Mm -hmm. I think your parents they love you and their intentions are always good so ultimately they'll understand Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's a process Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can't avoid it (laughs) yeah so you just mentioned um you felt like the mentors Mm -hmm. and kind of yourself included like they wanted to prove themselves Mm -hmm. like just from your experience like what what were you trying to prove like what is that like I can do this, mm-hmm. you know, like give me a challenge. Like I can overcome this. Like I can achieve this. Like I am worthy. I am, I can, I can help someone if I can help myself first. And maybe that means I can help others, mm-hmm. but I realize like that it doesn't work like that, you know, like serve yeah. others first and then you will be surprised how much of a blessing that is into your own life. Mm-hmm. So I realized I was just like, wait, this is all backwards. <laughs> yeah. Like here we are a bunch of people who our whole purpose or our whole the purpose for our careers is to serve others for our, like the rest of our lives. Like that's our career, mm-hmm. but yet no one's doing it for others. They're doing it for themselves. And yes, there are, but I mean, as far as from the experience that I had in, in different like, um, situations, I just kept on finding a pattern. I was like, why, why is it a, a, a competition? If your goal is to just yeah heal people and, you know, be a, phys- a physician, I was just like, dang, this, 
this isn't this isn't right. Something about this is really wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think it it was that. It was a matter of like when you make it as a competition against you versus me, now, like, there's only limited spots and you have to be the best of the best mm-hmm. for good reasons. But if, if if you let it kind of, like, distort your your purpose and your intentions, um, mm-hmm. that's where that comes from. So. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when did you get, like, your first real taste of, like, your creative like industry or photography or mural mm. like when did you get your first like oh I could do this you mm. know where you felt like um, that okay so <laughs> um I first I started muraling and um photography both around yeah eight years ago mm-hmm. at the same time that's when I did my I bought my first camera and that's when I did my first mural and I've been doing it ever ever since mm-hmm it wasn't until that point where I was asking myself, like, why am I pursuing the things that I'm pursuing? And I realized, like, dang, I'm putting in a lot of effort right now. Like, I'm putting in a lot of effort. <laughs> like, I'm working 14-hour days. Yeah. Like, school full-time. And at one point, I was working five jobs. And I was just like... Oh, my god. Yeah, I was just like, what am I... You know, this is a lot of time and effort. What and five jobs can you work at the same time? It was a summer, and it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a nightmare. But I was always working two jobs during the year, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, I, I had this like thought that kind of like snuck up in the back of my head. I was just like, what if I put all this effort into the things I was actually like really passionate about yeah. and felt like I was I was good at, you know? I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like that thought just kind of like crept on me like, what does that even look like? Mm-hmm. And I think that, and then it didn't leave me. <laughs> and, here I, and here we are. Yeah, so it was at that time where I was asking myself like, why? You know, like mm-hmm. what, what is that per- that point? Like, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, that it was that thought. And I would look at people who, who were talented and I would see, like, when they started and I would see how far it taken them in, in kind of not that long of a time, but, like, in that point where you divert your attention and your efforts into something else, mm-hmm. um, I would see other people doing it. It inspired me. I was just like, yeah. wow, like, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. So it was just, yeah, seeing other people do it and seeing that like there's things that I've consistently been doing and consistently loved and they yeah. haven't left me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what if I put more time into that? Mm-hmm. So that was that. Were you scared when you had that thought? Like I didn't take it I seriously. Did... No? No. At that time I did not take it seriously. But it was at that time that do- opportunities did o- come and doors opened mm-hmm. that I was just like, oh, this could be fun, mm-hmm. but I didn't think, like, I would do it, you know? Uh-huh. But I but I, I was like, I'll take these opportunities just because, you know, I had the time, and mm. it was a, a time slot where I, I, w- I could devote that time, and I was just like, yeah, it'll be fun. I was like, this will be good, like, therapy or something, uh-huh. de-stress, uh-huh. but then I'm like, I'm still here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just literally just being open to the idea yeah. and not being like, it didn't feel like I was jumping in. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, let me take a baby step, and I was yeah. like, yeah, this is nice, and then another one, and then mm-hmm. another one, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was progressive. Mm-hmm. Not all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. So you are like a master of making instant best friends, I think. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, <laughs> when I met you, I was like, oh, I totally dig this girl. Like, we can totally be friends. So Aww. what advice would you give to people who want to make connections, want to make mm. new friends, you know, like in their industry? Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> I just love people. I really mm-hmm. like working with people. I love seeing what makes you like, what makes you you. I yeah. like looking for the things that make people individuals. And something that's really been on my heart, especially this week, is like sometimes 
our mentality um, is like just like our own like we just naturally do this we see somebody we see something to like and then we kind of covet after it you mm-hmm. know and we like it yeah and we're just like wow like that's cool I wish I was like that mm-hmm. but I think um starting to change my like my heart towards like looking at people and be like whoa this makes this person so cool I yeah. love it I want to encourage you to keep doing it because it inspired me so I want you to keep inspiring other people mm-hmm. and just like loving people I don't know how to explain it but um looking at someone and just really wanting to wanting them to shine mm-hmm. like because everyone's different once you understand that everyone has their own calling and their own purpose it's not about like me versus you mm-hmm. it's just like let's do this together you know like let's help each other along the way so I think doing it in a way where, like, like you inspire me, and when you inspire me, I'm inspired, and maybe I'm inspiring someone else, and mm-hmm. we can all just kind of uplift each other instead mm-hmm. of trying to tear each other down, and, like, this person's so cool, I wish I was more like them, yeah. or, you know, yeah. so. So how do you kind of, like, get to that way of thinking, of, like, of admiring and, like, encouraging instead of being, like, bitter and, like, you know, comparison? Yeah. Like, what's, how does that... Honestly, it was a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. I think um, when I was asking these hard questions, I was I felt like a lot of I had a lot of solitude to just mm-hmm. kind of like talk things out um, and just kind of like really dig into like what why am I this way? You yeah. know what is wrong? Like what what am I missing? Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of just time alone. It was a lot of prayer. It was a lot of um, just uh, the desire for something more mm-hmm. for my own life. And I think knowing that like you know what, these questions can be answered, that there is hope, there is, like, fulfillment, there is joy, and if I have free access to these things, so should everyone else, and Mm -hmm. if they don't know that, let me tell them, (laughs) so I think that, like, knowing that, like, now that I know something for my life, like, I can share it to someone else, and I can speak life to someone else, and, like, Mm -hmm. seeing the light, like, in their eyes, like, knowing that, like, whoa, like, this is so cool, like, I don't, I don't have to live this way, like, I can, I can inspire someone else, and I don't have to, like, we don't have to do it in a way that is condescending, we don't have to do life in a way where it's, um, full of comparison, because that just steals you from that Mm -hmm. joy, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, just coming to a place where you know that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. um, there's like my success does not take away or your success doesn't take away from my success like Mm -hmm. there's enough for everybody Mm -hmm. because everyone has their own thing so yeah yeah Yeah. I think um the phrase you know community over competition that's kind of like a good mindset for making new friends Mm -hmm. or um just already coming from a place of being full Mm -hmm. for yourself and that's that's not something that you just go on Instagram oh I'm full yeah like be full mm-hmm. when you go out to do that mm-hmm. and be willing to invest and listen mm-hmm. and encourage them and hear them. And cause they're a person, they have yeah. their own whatever that they're going through. Just being willing to be like, Hey, like, mm-hmm. what is that like for you? How do you feel during this? Mm-hmm. So yeah, what you're saying is really true. Really good. Yeah. Definitely community first. That's a good outlook, I guess. Yeah. For that. Like that was something that prevented me from even pursuing photography for a long time. It's cuz I couldn't answer that question. I didn't know. I couldn't look at people that mm-hmm. way yet. 
Yeah. And that scared me. I was like, dang, like, there's something wrong here. Like, mm-hmm. why why do I feel bad? Why do I feel insecure? Like, why do I feel not good enough? Mm-hmm. You know? And I really kind of had to, like, sort those things out before I really started to be in a place where I could create freely mm-hmm. and, and encourage people and love on people because, like, I, I wasn't full yet, like yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So it's okay to take, like, if something doesn't feel right, I would encourage people to, like, it's okay to take a break and just kind of, like, sort those things out, mm-hmm. you know? It's totally fine. Take inventory of yeah. themselves first. Yeah. Before, like, going out. Is that what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pro at this. <laughs> what is your biggest tip for someone who wants to start in mm-hmm. their creative pursuit or passion mm-hmm. or whatever that they love, but they're afraid? <laughs> <laughs> um, I still struggle with this every day. Um you know what? Fear is just like not relevant. It's it's all it's all in your head. It mm-hmm. really is. And I know people say this a lot, but it's like don't compare your like year one to someone else's like year seven. Mm-hmm. Like it's comparison. Like I feel like that's the the it's it literally robs you of your potential mm-hmm. because it's like what if my success doesn't look like theirs or doesn't look like that person's, but, like, you don't even know that you have your own definition, Mm -hmm. but you haven't explored that yet. Mm -hmm. So realizing that, like, you can do this. You can do this. I don't know. Like, this is bottom line is you have to remind yourself that um, there's more Mm -hmm. and that you won't know what that more looks like until you try. Mm -hmm. And just, just try. Just take one step, and then if it scares you then, like, stop for a minute, you know, take inventory and then take another baby step. Mm-hmm. Um, meet people, talk to someone, yeah. um, find someone who, who is maybe like beyond you and just like talk to them. There's so many people that are ready to like um, help. Yeah, like community over competition, like help others in your community, like get plugged in, find someone that you can talk to and just get a little bit of insight. Mm-hmm. Um, think about what what is it that you really want to do. Um, even if it sounds crazy, like yeah. what is your dream? You know, like <laughs> even if it's wild, like that's fine. Like the bigger, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just keep that in mind. Always have an end goal. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you always have something at the, the end that like you really strive towards, even if it's just beyond your, your wildest dreams. Like, cause I feel like if you don't have that, you feel like you're just kind of like wandering and you don't, you can't really narrow down how to get there or like what's helping you move forward, what's holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, having a goal, finding someone that, um, can encourage you and just kind of give you some tips, take the little baby steps. Um, don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are some basic tips. I mm-hmm. think. How, what are some, like, practical, like, tips for reaching out and, like, finding people? Okay. Um, that they can just do, you know? Instagram is amazing. <laughs> Instagram is, like, the coolest platform ever. <laughs> I think I told you this, but, like, literally, like, the way this all happened was, like, a hashtag. I literally, a hashtag, as corny as a sound, a hashtag actually, like, kind of set, hashtag changed my life. In a weird way, but, like, it set forth something. Um, I was, yeah, I was searching a topic of interest with the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a photo of a girl who, Ashley, if you're watching this, <laughs> a girl who was uh, talking about something that I was really passionate about, and I found a connection, like, the, the way she used her caption was very specific, mm-hmm. and I just commented on a stranger's photo. I didn't know, but she reached out to me, we messaged, we, um... 
agreed to meet in person. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is this? This is so weird. But we met, and I was like, wow, I met a real person who has, like, who's authentic and has similar um, interests and values as I do. Mm-hmm. And we were able to, um, it just opened my eyes. And I was like, wait, this if it worked once, it could work again. Yeah. And it can work again. And it can work again. It's been working ever since. We met on yep. Instagram. Yep, that's how I found yeah. Jill. <laughs> so it's so cool. Like, don't be afraid to use social media. Like, it's an amazing tool to connect people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's crazy if you really think about it. You know, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of ways you can use it wrong. Yeah. But there's so many ways you can use it in a great, mm-hmm. um, with, like, great rewards. So, message people. Find people in your local area. Like, search, like, local hashtags. Find people who are doing something that you want to do. Um, send them a DM. Mm-hmm. Um, just introduce yourself. Um, maybe go get a coffee or find a way um, to just, yeah, see if you can meet them in person. Yeah. Um, you know, be careful. But I mean, be safe. Yeah, be, be, be smart about it. But um, it's a great way to meet people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of online communities like Facebook groups and stuff like yeah. that. Um, that you can get plugged into and just kind of be inspired. I know that's helped me a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it really has. Joining, mm-hmm. like, a, a private Facebook group for photographers. Um, just seeing that, like, there's a lot of people who, who know the struggle, know the same things that you're going through and are creating and want to help and inspire you. And mm-hmm. um, just finding a safe place. The internet is a great place. Mm-hmm. It really is a great place if you can use it well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a good tactic. Mm-hmm. Um, just just search and reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. The worst they can say is no yeah. or don't reply. Mm-hmm. But if they do reply and it ends up being a life-changing experience, you mm-hmm. never know. Or a lifelong friend, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good tip. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram's awesome. So what... Backpedal a little bit. I feel mm-hmm. like... A lot of women, um, just from my little Instagram community that mm-hmm. I've been talking with, they struggle with self-worth, mm-hmm. how they see themselves, and like they don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people say they don't have self-worth or whatever, but like what does self-worth mean to you? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it means something different for everybody. Yeah. Um, self-worth... Um... Self-worth is, yeah, it can be defined in a lot of different ways. Yeah. For me, my self-worth is very intertwined with, like, my faith Mm -hmm. and who I know I am. Mm -hmm. But the world doesn't really let you. Like, if you just kind of go about living life, like, you're going to fall subject to this exact thing, feeling that you're not good enough Mm -hmm. or that um, other people are better than you or you just don't measure up right. But um, knowing that everybody kind of sees that is kind of like a mind-blowing thought that how is it that we all feel Mm -hmm. unworthy like why is that and um just asking these questions really takes you to a different place Mm -hmm. and I think for me I struggled with that too but um knowing who I am and who I was created to be knowing that like we all have a purpose and we all have a calling and we all have gifts and that whatever gifts you have you can use it to um to help others and to serve others Mm -hmm. That, that really kind of, like, sparked something in me to know that, like, wait, like, I was made, like, purposefully, and yeah. I have something to offer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that was a very humbling thing, and knowing the, digging into that and, and pressing into knowing that, like, even if I don't, like, look like this person or act like that person or, or I admire all these people, but, like, I'm not like them, like, that's okay mm-hmm. because... I'm still a work in progress, and it's okay to be in work of progress. Like, it's okay to, to not be... You're never going to be perfect. Like, everyone's always striving towards something. So if you really realize that, like, 
everyone's just taking steps forward in that direction and you don't look the same you don't act the same you don't have the same talents you don't have the same gifts but that's okay because we're all moving forward like that that's that's kind of a game changer Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's not about the outward it's not about how you look but um that that stems a lot in social media and self-worth because everyone's just posting photos it's all visual you know Mm -hmm. so you're assuming all these things just based on photos and a lot of times it's a highlight reel Mm -hmm. so you're seeing the best of their lives Mm -hmm. the best (laughs) photos at the best times and the best places yeah with the best outfits and the best best hair yeah best lighting (laughs) so you don't see the ugly so yeah um I know a lot of people try to do this and I'm trying to do this as well, more, but like using my platform just to be real. So if you kind of um, get past the whole idea of like, yeah, it's nice to share good moments, you know, mm-hmm. but also being honest that like, this is a real platform. Like we all have struggles. Yeah. We all, we're all doing the same real life stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not always glamorous. It's mm-hmm. not always ideal, but um just doing a little reality life check every now and then mm-hmm. can kind of remind people who are like your followers or viewers that hey you're a real person too and I think I really like it too um I personally love it I know that this this um is a common theme but like I like it when people I like it even more when people show their vulnerable side yeah you know like it makes you uh I remember you more like you know I'm more interested mm-hmm. in your life and who you are and, and what you're creating because like you you've shared something you know you've mm-hmm. shared something very personal and like it set it set you apart yeah so i like it when people share their mistakes like if you, i i um i remember there's like a, a photography like youtube photography mm-hmm. channel whatever and this person just did a whole shoot on how they messed up a total shoot like it was a like a total fail and she did she did like a, a video on like how she messed up mm-hmm. and like how bad it was and here are the results, and I'm not proud of them, but, like, hey, we redid it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that was cool. Like, I remembered yeah. that. Out of all the other ones is the time that she shared her biggest failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not to say that you have to share, like, your mistakes, but, yeah. um, all the time. But it's nice to kind of share the little human aspect of Yeah, time. you become a real person. Mm-hmm. And people really like that. I think they respond well to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. <laughs> So the people that are listening to this, mm-hmm. mostly women, mostly working on their creative passion or just starting to, or mm-hmm. maybe are thinking about it, um, they're just kind of, you know, they're all in different places, Yeah. but there's an interest there. Mm-hmm. So what, what would be like your biggest advice to them with where they are in life and what would you say to them is like one of the most important things to remember? most important things just um know who you are yeah I feel like it's really hard to move forward if you don't know who you are if you don't know what you're doing um not to say you know you need to have like an exact clear outline of like what you're doing but like just yeah. no 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 ask ask that hard question ask the why ask like what are you, what are your hopes and dreams like what are you striving for mm-hmm. what do you want to do how do you want to improve life to someone else like what can you do to help someone mm-hmm. with what you're doing um <clears throat> that I think a lot of people use the word like motivation Mm -hmm. like what's your motivation but like find some inspiration you know find the things that's going to keep you going when you run dry because motivation it's a lot of discipline but sometimes you know what discipline like it it carries you pretty far but sometimes you just need to ask remind yourself like why like what's the point you know Mm -hmm. ask those questions Mm -hmm. um 
and sometimes it's hard and sometimes it, it, it takes you a moment to like step back yeah. but wherever you are just remember that there is like there is at the end of the season where you're just trying and you might not see the fruit of your labor your labor right away Mm -hmm. but it's coming and just keep going and just be consistent you know there's a lot of talented people out there but um consistency is so important so just keep Mm -hmm. going even if you think no one cares even if no (laughs) one's watching or no one's listening or no one really like knows who you are just keep going and um it's not it's not so much um I feel like when you stop making about yourself and making Mm -hmm. about like others yeah you don't care anymore. You don't care about what people are thinking about you because it's not about you now. It's about mm-hmm. what you have to offer to help someone else. Mm-hmm. So just like shifting the attention really, really helps. I yeah. think that helped me a ton because I would be so fearful before like making posts. Or, like, what are they going to think? Like, oh, maybe this isn't good enough. Maybe nobody will like it. Like, mm-hmm. what if they don't respond? Mm-hmm. But like, just do it because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's not your moment anymore. It's it's what you can do for someone else. Well, what do you think? Just hearing Joy's perspective on the world and how we can all make it a better place actually inspires me. If you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, go ahead and send me an email, serenahess at gmail.com. Until next time, friends, I hope you keep pursuing and striving towards that big, scary thing that you want to do. Bye, guys. <laughs>